0: today's podcast is brought to you by audible get free download and free 30-day trial at www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellas over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iphone android kindle or mp3 player that's www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellas
1: welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows podcast my name is carlos and my name is Ozzie. In this episode, we are going to be discussing all of the movie trailers released during the Super Bowl, as well as going in-depth on This Is Us. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And here we go. Ozzy, how are you doing? I am freaking exhausted, man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. (laughs) I am definitely a little, like, overwhelmed just by everything going on right now. There's a lot in life with work and school and all of this nonsense, and it's just a crazy time. And at the same time, trying to keep up with TV, which I am not not caught up on. I'm very behind on TV right now. Um, But, yeah, it's just life, you know? I feel you, man. It's very tough right now.
0: <laughs> Twenty eighteen has been a been a very tough year so far. So it's we'll a bit, I'm, I'm hoping it gets a little easier, <laughs> a little easier along the road.
1: It's definitely gotten mm-hmm. off to a fast start. Um, not necessarily in the quality of movies per se, but you know it's it's gotten off to a fast start in everything else. But yeah, all right. Well, I guess we should talk about uh, the Super Bowl. Well, not the Super Bowl in general because we don't talk about sports here. Although, fly, Eagles, fly. Okay,
0: okay. (laughs) if If anybody wants to know, okay, so we're going to talk about it because it was kind of on TV anyways. I'm just going to (laughs) say a few things about it. Okay, because technically it was on TV. Okay, so we're gonna, we're also going to talk about the halftime show because it wasn't That's TV. True. We're, we're going to talk about it a little bit, a little bit. Not We're not going to dwell on it, but we're going to talk about it a little bit. <laughs> but anyways.
1: Yeah. Um, You want to start so with the trailers, though, and then go to the halftime show?
0: Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just letting
1: right. people know because I'm pretty
0: sure people want to know, okay, Ozzy, okay, Carlos, who you guys rooting for? How'd you feel? Um, I was pissed because, you know, I went for the Patriots, you know, because my mom, my mom was kind of raised, she was kind of raised in Boston. So, you know, I got to, I got to support the Patriots whenever they play sometimes only for the Super Bowl. That's it. That's it. That's only time I support them. Anyways, um, Eagles shouldn't have gotten those two touchdowns. Okay. Because there weren't touchdowns. I was still talking about. I think you guys all know what I'm talking about. Okay, um, too,
1: too. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, actually. Uh,
0: with a dude drop, with a dude like, you know, lost control of the ball, then caught it in his arms. That shouldn't have been a touchdown. Um, just not, nah, man. I just, I don't agree. But whatever. <laughs> whatever I will I'm after. not
1: going to dive into this conversation uh, we're not but... going to
0: dive into it because because <laughs> it would be a heated deb- debate so right. <laughs> but um yeah Carlos went for the Eagles and, and as everybody knows well not everybody because we have some listeners from all around the world the Eagles won so yay <laughs> Uh, but fly, you'll the fly. All thing. right, moving on. There's the, a the good thing out of the Super Bowl is that we get TV ads. That's true, and that was amazing. Uh, David Harbor, David Harbor was great, and uh, Peter Dinklage with Morgan Freeman was great.
1: That was a great trailer. Yeah, and I loved the. <laughs> my favorite trailer is probably. I mean, I thought it was that one at first, but then Eli Manning and Odell Beckham's trailer, where they did the dirty dancing routine, was. <laughs> So funny! Um, Dude, I thought
0: the, the tight ad was the best.
1: Yeah, that, that <laughs> was pretty good too. All right, but let's get into these movie trailers. Um, uh, Ozzie, why don't you take it over? Because you had a better feed than I did, so you have a better understanding of like which which ones came out first and in full during the show. And I don't know. I I just I was streaming it, so it was a little bit harder for me. But Ozzie, why don't you take over for this section?
0: Yeah, sure. So I mean, we we got a couple ones here. I mean, we had Avengers. We had Sky, I think Sky I mean, I think Avengers was the last one to to come on, which we're going to talk about a little bit. We're going to talk about towards the end though, because um, we didn't get full on trailers. We're only going to really, really be talking about the 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 movies that actually the main discussion here is going to be the ones that really gave us full trailers. Um, and, and the first one that I wanted to, to talk to you about, I'm going, um, you know, my least anticipated to my most anticipated. Uh, skyscraper so we're gonna talk about that one first um that's that one stars uh Dwayne the rock johnson and uh i really do like the concept of of this movie i didn't know this movie was coming out i will say that it looks a lot better than his other films coming out this year <laughs> which is a rampage uh yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean i really i really did like um this this trailer and it it's kind of a different role for joining the Rock Johnson because he plays a uh, he plays a veteran who who lost his leg um, and the the director here is, uh, is is Russian Marshall Thurber I don't know how to pronounce that name but I don't know uh, yeah I mean uh, he, he he directed uh, Dodgeball Where the Millers uh, and an Easy so I'm not <laughs> what <I don't>
1: <laughs> that's a little strange.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's a different genre for him, oh, honestly. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm not. I mean, this does look good. I mean, the trailer does look good. It does look tense, and I do like the concept of of having a, a disabled person. Uh, not that he's not that he's literally disabled, actor, but just have the character be disabled and and put that character in a in a situation uh, that requires people depending on him. I, like, and that's, I find that very interesting, and I do like the kind of the concept that they have around it because, um, you know, watching this trailer, basically what this this is, the, this, this building is the most advanced building in, in this universe, and basically what they did in this building was they created a city within the building, basically, and they have all these um, security measures. They have, like, top-notch security, um, which eventually leads to the downfall with this terrorist organization, um, which leads to conflict, clearly. So it, it, you know, it starts doing The Rock Johnson being a veteran, basically uh, a a disabled veteran, trying to rescue his family and and take out the bad guys. Again, I find it really interesting.
1: Um, Carlos, what do you think? It, it, look, it, if you compare it next to the it, compare it next to Rampage, then yes, I'm excited for it. But I don't know. It looks like an okay action type movie, and I, I'm I guess I'm looking forward to it. It's not something like the trailer got me super pumped or anything like that. It's just it, it looked okay. I don't know. I don't really have too much to say about this one to be honest. Like it's The Rock. It should be awesome in like the action sense of things. But it's also probably going to be a little over the top. Um, and I guess and that's kind of okay. As long as it's not too over the top, Like it looks like Rampage is going to be. So, yeah, I don't know. It looked fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I'm interested in it. I'm not thrilled about it. Like, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, I can't watch this movie, but I'm definitely, it, it piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Um, the next trailer I'm going to talk about, which I think this might be, I, I know you're worried about this one. I know you're worried about this one. But I have to say, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this one, but this trailer really impressed me. I really did like the trailer for this. Um, Solo. Yeah. Did you watch that trailer? Yes, I did. And all right, I'm going to let you take the reins on this one because <laughs> this is your
1: franchise. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was definitely pleasantly surprised by this trailer. Um, you know, I, I figured that they'd make a pretty good trailer, but I did not expect the tone that it seems like they're going to go for with this with this movie and especially after we got all of those reports about the reason that they fired their directors lord miller and it was like it was too comedic it was like they were going too far off script all this different stuff and then so i was expecting them maybe to kind of make a u-turn and go the opposite direction in terms of the tone and it doesn't look like they've done that it looks like they're rolling with the original tone which would make sense because if it was this tone that's why they hired the lord miller in the first place but maybe Lord Miller were just taking it a step too far. I don't know. Honestly, I think that if you don't know any of the background drama behind this movie, then you're probably super pumped because of this trailer. I think this is a really good trailer. Uh, Now, I am a little weirded out by the fact that it doesn't seem like they're they're not putting... um, His name's Ansel Elgort, right? I'm not mistaken here, right? That's the actor's name.
0: The, the actor who plays
1: um, oh, Solo? Or is it somebody else? No, it's not. It's not no. no, it's uh, Alden en- Ald- Enrich. Yeah, I knew it was an A-name. Uh, Alden Ehrenreich is his name. Ehrenreich. yeah. Yes. Uh, sorry Sorry about that. Brain fart. It is late. Uh, but Alden Ehrenreich, uh-huh. And it looks like they're not putting him necessarily in the forefront. And that could be just a marketing decision where they're trying to hold back. They don't want to show him too, too much. But... I don't know. That's a little. It was a little bit of a strange decision to kind of hide him for a lot of the trailer, but at the same time, I liked it as a whole. So I, I really enjoyed the trailer, and I'm cautiously optimistic for this movie.
0: Um, I'm I'm pretty excited, honestly. Um, just because I mean, it seemed like it was. I had like this James Bond kind of feel to it, and I was just like, whoa. I, I wasn't expecting that just because of the soundtrack that they chose, but um, I I definitely it definitely piqued my interest. I mean, and it it sounds like everybody's gonna tell me like, Ozzy, you know, you really love Star Wars trailers, but you're not a Star Wars uh, fan. I don't know what to tell you. Star Wars makes some pretty cool trailers. I'm not gonna deny that, (laughs) that, especially in recent years, they've made some pretty cool trailers. Um and this one is this one is no this one is definitely no different. I mean, this is a really well shot trailer. I'm definitely excited. I mean the cast is I'm definitely excited. Listen, Amelia Clark in a Star Wars film, I gotta see it. Um you know, you we have I mean this is a pretty stoked cast as well, so I'm definitely excited for this movie. Um it's a really good one. Donald Glover, Woody Woody Harrelson, Paul Bettany... Sandy uh, Newton. Yeah, I mean, I'm super, super excited for this uh, for this particular Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, so I hope it all
1: goes well. Yeah, and um, wait, and also just like for more reason for you to be excited, the the act the only Star Wars movie that I remember you liking even more than I did is um, is Rogue One, and that is a separate standalone type movie, just like this is supposed to be. So. You know, you never know. It, maybe you will really enjoy this one. And I really enjoyed it, this trailer as long as well as the posters. Did you see the character posters, posters they released for this? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Those I are really very, cool.
0: Yeah, I think it's a very interesting um, concept to to uh, to go for. I think it was really good. Yeah. I think I like it. I think it's a really interesting concept. But all right, moving on. This is a Jurassic World trailer. I believe this trailer was for a minute and 30 seconds around that. Um I look, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Listen, J. A. Bion is directing this film. For those of you guys who don't know who this guy is, his most recent film was A Monster Calls. Um I I love that film and I'm super stoked for, for this movie. Um I just want to see what he can do with such a with a blockbuster basically. Um the both trailers have impressed me. I, I don't know the I don't know why there's so the amount of hate there was for the last one I honestly like really enjoyed the last trailer, and I really enjoyed this trailer. Um, it seems like a lot more people enjoyed this this
1: teaser, uh, this trailer, more than the last one. Carlos, what is your opinion on it? It, it was pretty good. I'm, like I said, I think you're definitely more excited for this than I am. Um, but I, I think the trailer was definitely good. I do agree that it was probably better than the last one. Um, but, yeah, it, it, look, it looked pretty good. I, I liked it. Uh, it looked like they kind of cleaned up a little bit of the CGI as well. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, again, it's not like I was, I'm, these, all these movies that they're, they're marketing this time around, well, a couple of these movies, I'm just not like super pumped about. And the trailers are just like, eh, they were fine. It's not like it didn't want, make me not want to see it. Didn't make me want to see it, but.
0: I'm excited for it. I'm
1: excited. <laughs> I know you. I don't are. know. I don't know. I know you. I don't know why you're not. I don't know. I don't even know why you're not supporting uh, this movie as much as I I am. like the <laughs> director. It's just the last one left such a like bland taste in my mouth that I'm just yeah. Like, but
0: it was it was from, it was from a different. It was I, from know, a different
1: I know. Director. I know. I <laughs> know. I think
0: you should give him a shot, man. Um, what I the only thing that I was disappointed in was I guess kind of the story, it's because it's just like. You know, you would think that the board would be like, okay, we we made we made a huge dinosaur that killed a lot of people. We should probably not do it again. Yeah. And then it's just like, you know what? Let's not make him as big. And let's instead of leaving him on the island, let's bring him to our country, and you know, let's you know, let's let's you know, let's let him free, let him roam free, and we're <laughs> gonna see what happens. Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why this, I don't know why the writer thought that that would be a good idea. I mean, Hey, maybe it works out. Maybe it works out. I don't know. Um, that's the only thing that I was thinking of. I was just like, Oh God, like really? (laughs) Come on. Um, but I mean, I'm, I, like I said, I'm excited for this movie and I think, I think the director is going to be, uh, I, I'm excited for Jay, but you know, honestly, yeah, there, he promised. He promised a lot more dinosaurs, and I am game.
1: Yeah. See, with the story, like I think this is just a problem with this concept in general. Because if you look back on the Jurassic Park franchise as a whole, the only one that's universally loved is the first one. And it's because it's just the concept of it. It's like, okay, we, what if there was a theme park that they were able to bring back dinosaurs? And how would that go? And then for the, or for the following movies, you're just left with, okay, well, how do we continue this story? Uh, there's not too, too much to go unless you just make the characters exa- insanely stupid, which is kind of what happened in the later movies. And then what they did with Jurassic World, for better or worse... And again, I don't think this is inherently bad, we've had this discussion before, but they basically just did the same thing as Jurassic Park, where it's like, alright, we're making the park again, and this time it works, and that was the twist on it, this time that the park worked. But then, now we're back at this point of, okay, well everything went to crap, the park failed, now where do we go? We have to either make these characters insanely stupid, find a way to get the dinosaurs back to the states, all of these options are really dumb, but... You know, I don't know. It's just, I I just don't know with this story if it's built for a franchise like this. But, again, I do like the director, so I will have some faith in the director.
0: Thank you. Yeah,
1: that's all I'm asking for.
0: That's all I'm asking for. And the last full trailer we're going to talk about, I believe, is Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, God! I'm I'm stoked for this movie. I am so excited for this movie. Um, If you guys don't know, Rogue Nation is Carlson and You know, uh, it's one of our favorite spy movies. I mean, it's one. It's on my definitely one of my favorites of all time. Um, And I just I'm really loving the direction this franchise has been going ever since Ghost Protocol.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I got to say, I've really been loving it. If this if followed is good, I mean, and I think 2020. I was thinking about it. Earlier, when twenty twenty comes out, Carlos, we're probably gonna have like a top ten trilogies of twenty ten, and I think this would be on it. Honestly, because I think, because I mean, Mission Impossible has just been on. It's just been so good. Um, Getting into this, getting into this, um, into this trailer, man. One, I just gotta give a shout out to Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill and the Stash, man. Henry Cavill and the Stash, man. Mm I'm, I gotta say. I was uh, I was okay. Like let's see. Like let's see if this movie was kind of let's see if it was worth keeping this ass for it. And I gotta say, man, I think it is. I think it's gonna be worth it because Henry Cavill does like a. And I love the trailer because it really just goes with Henry Cavill's like movement when it comes to, like this action scene that we get in, in the trailer. Ah, dude, you feel you feel Superman's punches, bro. You feel it. You feel soups. Mm. And I'm just, <laughs> I was super excited to see um, Henry Cavill just join the cast. Um, and then Tom Cruise doing Tom Cruise stunts. Oh God, it's, it's going to be a good man. It's going to be good. I'm excited. what did you think?
1: Uh, I'm really excited for this movie. It's, uh, I think they did a good job of not giving away too much in this. I think they gave away like a, a big kind of, it, it felt like a big moment, but at the same time, I trust this franchise enough that I don't think that it was actually the big moment um, in this trailer. But I'm just, i this ensemble is so good. It just, it really is. And obviously we have this team that's we've come to know at this point with, um, with Tom Cruise and with uh, Rebecca Ferguson now and with, um, oh, Crap! I'm blanking on his name. uh, Simon Simon Pegg. Yes, Simon Pegg, and everyone else. And now we're adding more people to this. And you know, I I just, I really, really, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Um, I, I hope they dive into Rebecca Ferguson's character a little bit more, especially in her relationship with Tom Cruise. But I'm thinking that we might not go necessarily in that direction. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Michelle Monahan's back. and if there's ever a reason for me not to, for me to be okay with the fact that they're not going into more going into um, Rebecca Ferguson's character a little bit more, it's bringing Michelle Monahan back. Like I'm complete if that's the reason you're not going to dive, Full on into Michelle or to Rebecca Ferguson's character, then I'm good because I love Michelle Monaghan and I really, I'm really looking forward to her getting a little bit more to do in this movie as well. So,
0: look, Michelle Monaghan's great, she's amazing, she's great, but Rebecca Ferguson stole my heart in the last one. I'm sorry, she really did, at least her character did. Um, she just took it and ran away with it. So, I can't, I can't say that, Carlos. I can't say then I'm okay with it, um, because I'm not. And I'm just being real about it, because I'm not okay with it. Like, what are you doing, Ethan? Don't do it. Okay? You got married once to her. It didn't work out. Move on. So, Rebecca Ferguson, um, <laughs> I think she she's, uh, this, this is Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. is actually the first movie that I've seen her in. It was the first movie I saw her in. And I thought she was amazing at that. And I'm really um, particularly excited to see her dive back into that role. And, you know, this is, I'm super stoked for this movie. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, we have the whole cast coming back, and we can transition into, into this other movie if you want to after. Unfortunately, the only person that's not returning back is Jeremy Renner, and that is because of um, his obligations to Avengers. So, unfortunately, we won't be getting uh, Jeremy Renner's character back. But it seems like, other than that, I mean, the whole cast is in this is in this movie so um everybody who's been a part of this franchise is in this movie so it's very interesting and i do got to say i mean i'm also interested as to why um sean harris who plays solomon lane is is back i mean i don't think we've ever gotten a villain come back in this franchise at least being two uh two films in this franchise so it's definitely very interesting Mm -hmm. very interesting so Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to this movie. <laughs> so, uh, but you you want to talk a little bit about Avengers: Infinity War? We only got a couple. I mean, it was like what thirty seconds or something like that. Yeah, so. it was
0: like yeah, so thirty one seconds of footage. Um, it was new footage. Um, you know, it, this is. I think. Let me look this up before I go ahead and say it. I yeah. mean, one of the things that I was personally excited for. Um, I think it's called the bleeding, uh, bleeding edge armor. I think that's what it's called. Just let me uh, look it up really quick because I don't want comic book fans to kill me. Um, Bleeding Edge Armor, I think that's what it's called. Um, yes. Uh, yes, 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 yes. That's what it's called. Thank God that's what I got it right the first time. <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah, uh, the Bleeding Edge Armor is confirmed for Avengers Infinity War. For those of you guys who don't know, it's basically like Tony Tony li- literally has a suit within him. Like it's literally a part of him. Um, so it's really interesting to see that actually take place. Um, I found that very interesting to see that. And we really got some interesting uh, reunions. I mean, we saw a shot of Cap with uh, with Black Widow along with Vision. Uh, I thought that was a very interesting shot as well. I mean, people were freaking out about Cap's mini shield that Black Panther gave him. Um, we got a shot of Bucky Barnes. Coming, uh, you know, he, like he looked pissed. He was about to shoot something. We don't know what. Um, you know, we we also got a shot of of, of Iron Man just totally, totally taken. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that he was taking Doctor Strange and, and him were aiming at something. But I think I think Tony Stark got it first. I don't know. He just came out of nowhere and took it. But I'm super psyched for this movie. The footage got me psyched. Spider Man's going to space.
1: We haven't gotten that yet.
0: We haven't gotten that yet. So I'm super excited for this movie, Carlos. What do you think about the 30 seconds of footage?
1: Um, it's not too much to go off of, but I love seeing that the Guardians are actually going to kind of do something in this. Um, I also really, really liked the. I really liked that uh, the shot of Doctor Strange and um, Tony, like you were saying, where he kind of swoops down, although I'm not too big of a fan of Tony's suit, I know it's, like, it, obviously, it's some comic book thing, and, like, what you said, or whatever, but I just didn't like the look of it, I think it looks a little, I, I don't know, it just didn't look done yet, um, but we'll see, they could clean it up a little bit, uh, yeah, it's, it. it looks, Cool. I mean, obviously the full trailer that we've gotten before got me way more excited than just this 30 seconds, but this 30 seconds was another solid 30 seconds. Uh, I hope Thanos does something in this, because I'm tired of just seeing his face grimacing at the end of these things. Like, I just, I want him to do something, please. I hope, I <laughs> yeah, hope I mean, he do you, does something. I mean, yeah, he's going to do something. He, he punched He punched Iron Man, like, in the last trailer. What do you mean? I know, I'm just, like, um, I'm getting really, just stop showing us his, just his face. Like, we get it, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Like. I mean, I'm getting tired of it, too, because, like, I thought, like, when...
0: Like when they showed his face, he was gonna talk. And instead, he just smiled, and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay. Um, this is not an after credit. This is not like this is not an after credit scene. I thought oh he was gonna say gosh. something. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was gonna threaten somebody. I don't know. But um, I'm I mean, I, look, if it's anything, the, the thirty seconds that the thirty seconds did for me, it got me revamped. Um, I'm just I'm still super excited for this movie. I'm wanting another trailer. I honestly want another trailer um i know that's i know people are just like Ozzy, stop but um i don't know i just I, this is my most anticipated movie of 2018 and i'm excited man i'm super excited um but yes i i can't wait for this movie to come out
1: yeah definitely uh and uh, and i already bought my black panther tickets same bro uh yeah <laughs> i'm very excited for black panther <laughs> cannot wait uh, and if you're wondering, before we move on to um, the TV stuff, and I'm sure a lot of you will probably check out because I know not everybody watches This Is Us, but before we move on to all of that, I, I do want to f- say that we are eventually going to talk about the Cloverfield trailer and all of that and the situation surrounding like how it was released and all of that. We'll dive into that in the next episode because we will be reviewing it in the next episode and i'm sure we'll talk about the trailer and their surprise release and all of that once we talk about the actual movie in the next episode so if you're wondering why we're not talking about cloverfield it's coming just be a little patient
0: yeah i think it's coming out
1: tomorrow right yeah hopefully
0: (laughs) yeah yeah if everything goes well it's manana
1: yep Alright, well, you want to move on to, into uh, This Is Us?
0: Yeah, man, just... <laughs> Alright. Dude, well, I, I, I want to go ahead and say this. Okay. I've never cried for 30 minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... <laughs> and all, I have a lot of guys who are going to be like, dude, like, I cannot believe you... Like, you, I can't believe you're admitting that. I can't believe, like, you're crying for 30 minutes. You're a little girl. Bro. You don't have a heart if you don't cry, <laughs> at least yeah. once. Yeah. So like it is just, it is just gut wrenching, man. Yeah. Um, look, I, look, man. I remember last season. I mean, look, it's not that I'm not a fan of hers, right? Yeah. But last season, I wasn't like I wasn't dying for anymore to get that I mean, I was like, yeah, I mean, she did really good. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm just not Fame. dying. Get it? Right? I think I think you wanted her to get it more than I did. I'm not sure, but I was I was I was just like, look, I mean, she did no, really I was good, fine not, with
1: her not being nominated. Yeah, I, I, I get it, but yeah. I'm good. I was like, all right, it's cool, right? This season, she has
0: to. She she better at least get nominated. Yeah, um, and she better win. I mean, I want her to win.
1: Um, but I mean, she's better get. <laughs> look, care. we're we're early in the year,
0: but look, dude, she
1: she is killing it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into, into this conversation really quick here, um, and to especially to the Manny Moore point. Well, first of all, I do want to say before I get into this, like fully spoiler warning. If you have not watched this show, you should stop listening right now and go watch the show. But if if you haven't watched the show and you're like, I don't know if I want to, like, should I? Just listen a little bit here, and we'll spoil it. We're going to spoil it, but to be honest, the show spoils it pretty quickly. In, like, the first season, it tells you what's going to happen. We've just been waiting to find out how it's going to happen. So just listen a little bit, and you'll understand kind of why everyone loves this show. Uh, Now, as for Mandy Moore, I'm just going to jump in here. Um, This is something that... Uh, I apologize if this, co- if this comes out a little calculated or if I just lose it, but this is something that is obviously, um, if you know me at all, this is something that is very close to my heart in this show, and this episode in particular, hits very close to home um, for me, and I just want to say that Mandy Moore is absolutely fan-freaking-tastic in this show, and especially in this episode and in this episode she captures something that i have seen in my life before and i never wanted to see in my life but i have seen it up close and personal and she captures it beautifully and she captures it perfectly the shock of a wife losing her husband And realizing in that moment that she has no idea what she's going to do. She has no idea how she's going to take care of her children. But at the same time, realizing that she has to be a rock and she has to be the strength of her family now in this moment. Manny Moore portrays all of that in that, not only in that just that initial moment, but in the entirety of the episode, she She captures it beautifully. That first moment when she finds out that Jack died and her just shock in that moment is it's pitch perfect. That's exactly that's that's how I mean, that's how I believe that that's how this human being would react in this moment. And then what is possibly and I know we're going to dive into this just in general, and I don't want to kind of jump all over it now, but. The best scene in the episode, in my opinion, is when she tells Miguel what happened, and she says, if you have to cry, go walk it off, I understand, but I have to go in there and tell my children what happened. It is, that's that's truth, that's life right there. That this show captures life and just humanity and hardship and difficulties and just tragedy perfectly. And the mom strength, the incredible, to, and if I'm being honest, God-given mom strength in Mandy Moore in that performance and just that single mothers have to <laughs> portray all the time that Mandy Moore is able to capture, is it's amazing that she was able to do that. And it's amazing that this show was able to do this. And that this is why I love this show, because it's so... So true. And it is so perfectly done. And the writers have executed this show perfectly to the point where all of these characters are so fleshed out that they they're just they feel so real and their tragedy feels real. And it's not only that it feels real because we know the characters. It's not just that it feels real because they wrote it so well. And it is. This is this is life. This this is humanity. And it's so, this is all that network television should be. And that is why I love this show. That is why this show is so good. And I am so happy that I decided to watch this show. And I'm so happy that the trailer, initial trailer, uh, like two years ago, was so good. And I was like, yes, I've got to watch this show. I'm so happy Ozzy started watching this show so we can talk about it on this podcast. And this show is amazing. And this episode was amazing. And. I'm sorry I jumped all over it, Ozzy, but this show is just so personal for me, and I have to talk about it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> you- yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew I knew it would be personal. I knew it would be personal for you just because of
0: uh, you know what what took place. So I knew that it was. I know this show um, would, and it, it, would, it would in some ways hit you more than would affect you more than it would affect me. Um so I mean, yeah, I mean I knew I knew that once I knew what the once I got into the thick of the show. Um those of you who are still listening to this who haven't seen the show, I mean there's Snapchats out there people I mean I, I think I saw them I think I saw it um of this of you know a few people who haven't watched the show who are just absolutely bawling. Even though they don't watch the show, they're bawling because of the situation that happens in this particular episode. Um, we see how Jack dies and I was just saying, thank God he actually didn't die in the house, you know, in such a, in, like, you know, in that way. Cause I feel like that would have been so traumatic in our eyes. Um, one of my favorite scenes, I have two favorite scenes, honestly. And one is with one, one is with Sterling K. Brown's Randall Pearson. Um, where he was talking about giggles, Mr. Giggles. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he was actually getting into it. And he was just and as soon as he was giving the speech about death, you know, his he was thinking about his father. And um, while he was giving his while he was giving that speech, I, I just absolutely love what we got. You know, like quick, just quick moments of, of us seeing Jack. And um, you felt it. And I, I for me, that hit me. Um, and then another scene that I love, I think it, that, the scene was with Justin Hartley, was when he went to his dad's, you know, where his, his dad's tree, where they where they left his remains at, and um, I absolutely just uh, just really loved Justin Hartley's performance. And for me, he has been killing it this season. If I'm going to be honest, I'm I'm loving his performance. Yes. I've been loving his performances this season um as a whole I mean he's just he's just showing range that I didn't think I would get to see from this actor and I just love that he was trying to find closure with his dad. even though his dad can't respond to him, even though his dad can't say anything to him, um, he was trying to find closure and that scene really resonated with me um because I, I had lost a friend um like he didn't just you know Kevin didn't end his, didn't end his, didn't end his, his relationship with his father on a particularly good note, because I had an argument the night before, um, you know, same, same thing with my friend, and, 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 uh, the, our relationship on a particularly good note, um, so I, for me, that resonated, you know, because, you know, he never got closure, just like I never got closure, and it's, it's gut-wrenching, you know, and it, it affects you, and that, you know, going forward, you're going to try to be better. You're going to try to make that person proud of you. You're going to do, you're going to learn from that from that lesson and you're going to try to not have that happen again on, on any sort of uh, relationship. And I feel like that that is why I, I really particularly love Justin Hartley's relationship uh, with, with with his father and him just getting that, just seeing him... Um, you know, say those things. I mean, it, it hit me on that particular scene. And I, I absolutely love the fact that he called his mother. And I do like the fact that we're getting more scenes with him and his mother and, and then building, building a better relationship. I, I do think that's, that's something that's really, that's really great yeah. as well.
1: He had the, by far the most dynamic arc in the episode, probably uh, just because there was so much there. I mean, with the with like you were talking about the closure with his father because he had always numbed out this day um and i loved the fact that we saw how everyone kind of deals with the day um especially being that it's on the i think it was a great choice to make it on the super bowl because it just it's such a positive note it's a positive day but it's also just a negative connotation because of what had happened um, and then So he numbs it out, but now he can't because he's recovering. Um, He's a recovering addict, so he can't numb it out anymore, and he has to confront that. And then also, we just had this huge episode just not that long ago where he confronts his mom about the fact that they never had these special moments. Well, now they—even if you don't—even if you think that they didn't, which— I think the show wants us to believe that they kind of did. They just weren't as dramatic as the others. Um, but even if you think that they didn't, now they're getting some because they're kind of being forced to in a way. But it's, it's worked out very well. And I loved the fact that she said that he always finds a way to make her laugh on this day. And then the moment that just, I mean, I'm sure it got everybody when she said this year he sent me you is such a—it's a great line. It was just a beautifully written line. Um and set up throughout the episode perfectly. So yeah, that that's just a great moment. And um I think Kate's is probably something that we're gonna it's gonna we're gonna dive more and more into Kate's uh reality a little bit. Uh she feels a little bit the most she kind of feels the most underserved um so far. Because it, it's so simple. It's like she wanted the dog, he went back in for the dog, and because he was in for so long, he breathed in too much and then he got the heart attack or whatever. So it's so straightforward. Um, but again, I trust these readers at this point uh, a lot. So I, I have a feeling we're going to get it fleshed out a little bit more. And oh, by the way, we are not talking about the episode that has that came out on Tuesday because we are recording this on Tuesday. So I know we're going to be a little bit behind. Uh, I've actually seen the episode, but I'm not going to talk about it. Ozzy, you have not seen the episode, uh, so again, if we, there might be some things that I'm sure we will dive into maybe on the next episode. We'll see. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I. Sorry, guys. Just, I wasn't able
0: to just because you know work and everything, and I really wanted to, but just yeah. It's just I know this episode's gonna come um, out on
1: Wednesday, and technically we should have already seen it by the time it's out. But it's just, it was a recording timing issue, It's just is what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I really feel for Kate, honestly, with the with the situation. I when do when too. She was just I do too. Worried and and everything, and and I wish Jack. Didn't go back for the dog as, 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 I mean, as killer as that was, but I mean, I totally understood why he did it. You know, you just see his, he is absolutely in love with his daughter. He loves his daughter and you can tell that he loves his daughter and he would do anything just to make his daughter stop crying. That is who he is as a father. He would do anything to stop his, just to put a smile on his girls, on his little girl's face. And that's all he wants. And he went back in there, and that's why he got the dog. Um, I can't blame him for that. He wanted to be her hero, and that's what he ended up being, tragically. And just – I remember uh, just the fact that she was looking back on the video that she hated when she was a teenager. And that's like the last thing that she has – that's one of the last things that she has of her father – Besides, you know, besides his ashes in her house, I mean, I thought that was very, definitely very interesting, honestly. And I thought that was very intriguing that she was, that she just, she loves her dad's smile. Um, and that monologue that she gave to, to, to Toby honestly kind of got to me as well. I mean, I was just like, oh, God, like, this is just so, um, so gut-wrenching, you know? And I... Uh, the fact that she found somebody who who would do anything for her, just as her father would do anything for her, I thought that was really amazing. And you end up being really happy for her. I was really happy for her this episode. And I know that's something weird to say, is because you know we're, this episode was based around Jack's death. Um, but I was really happy for her. Yeah. Um. You know, and she was saying, you know, my dad would have loved you, and. Because you you know you saved my life just like he saved my life and I I was just so touched by that um, that she was able to just able to say that to Toby because you know she's 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 been kind of nice to Toby this season but there's been times where she's been very mean and very um, very defensive towards Toby and just shuts down and I feel like this was the in, in all honesty, one of the first real times that we've seen her open up to Toby, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love that that fact that we got to see that because we all love Toby. Um, so I th- I just thought that was a very interesting, yet very satisfying thing for us to see was her show that that she loves Toby. Um, now let's talk about the I want to talk about Randall and his daughter. I thought that was such the a scene. Yes, I was, I, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. We'll get to it, um, uh, we'll get to it. but um, I just love the, I, I also love the dialogue that he has with his daughter. Uh, I thought that was very important. I thought it was, I think it's important for us to see that relationship, because if you think about it, we've never really seen the relationship between Randall and his kids. We just haven't. We've seen Randall, you know, trying to find himself. Um, we've seen Randall and Beth, but we haven't seen Randall have these one-on-ones like jack that did with his kids we never do get that and i think this was a very important scene and i feel like this was a scene that needed to be uh shown in this episode and i was really happy to see it i mean he is he is his family's in it i'm gonna go ahead and i forgot who said this um i think i was reading this on, on on one of the comments on youtube he is the jack pearson of his family he is um
1: yes yeah. he's the most like his father ironically um out of any of the kids but it's kind of and i i i haven't mentioned the next episode at all but it's something that they do touch on a little bit just a little bit um but anyway we'll get into that on the next episode but yeah he definitely is and i i really appreciated that and i think he had probably the best like uh, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think if he had the best like current day storyline, but Kevin's was really good too, and Kate's wasn't bad either. So I don't know. Like, I don't even I don't even know if I can say that. So, yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, I I, I absolutely loved his 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 relationship with his daughter. Yeah. Just just seeing that. Um. Um. And and I also love the fact that it actually that that shot of her the shot of her going back to her room mm-hmm. after she finds Deja. Uh, I love the fact that I, for me, I absolutely went back to season one where, where Kevin was pointing out, pointing at the fact that, you know, that photo meant, you know, that photo was like, everybody put, everybody put something in the photo because everybody, you know, it, it, we're all connected basically. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely just love that, that photo. And, you know, it pins back to the twist and Carlos, you seemed way more excited than I did because I wanted to talk about that team. But I was super, I was super excited
1: too. Um, the twist, man. Yes.
0: We see old Randall.
1: Yep. Yeah. And this show is well written in what I was talking about earlier, where it's it's just so real and so true to life. But it's also well written in the fact that they find ways to keep you on your toes in a show that's very should be like. You could do this in a way that it's super straightforward, and you could just tell this story straight up, and you could have started with Jack and Rebecca raising these kids and just gone straight through, but they decided not to, and they decided to give us a twist in the first episode, because if you remember all the way back to the premiere of this show... We didn't know that it was two separate timelines, and we didn't know that these three adults we were following were the kids that, that that Jack and Rebecca ended up having. We didn't know that in the first episode until the very end. And they've done this a couple of times, even recently, uh, I re- if you remember a couple of episodes ago, or it might have been the episode before the Super Bowl one, actually, where there was like an old family uh, trying to sell their house, and... um we we were led to believe that it was like uh, uh it was Randall's wife that was selling it or, or who was it I don't know we were led to believe that it was taking place in current day but it ended up being like somebody else or some, I can't remember exactly but uh yeah we had this whole thing and they tricked us and it, we thought it was something else and then they did the same thing with this episode where we think that uh this this is the kid the new foster kid, right? And it ends up being that it's Randall's daughter or working in foster care. And they tied it together so well and I just I loved that moment. It was great. Uh now but it is not I I definitely want to hear what you thought about this twist, but it's not the only twist in the episode. Um and I I definitely want to go back and talk about that a little bit, but what did you think of the whole uh Randall's daughter reveal? Dude, I
0: thought that was super like trippy because <laughs> um, I did not expect that at all. Because you know they've been setting up this kid, they've been sending up this kid back. I think since the season mid-season finale, mm-hmm. so I was just like, okay, so like he's gonna be the boy that Randall wants. Like he, this is gonna be the kid. Like I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to see Randall be a father figure for for a boy, and you know he wants that, which makes me want that, and to find out that this is his daughter. Who's you know trying to find a foster home for his boy, all grown up. I found that super interesting. I found that I was super, I was caught off guard. I was really caught off guard. It was really surprising.
1: It was genuinely surprising.
0: Yes, but I I loved how they did it, and I loved I loved that he had that impact on his daughter. You know that she wanted to find, um, she wanted to find homes for other kids, Mm -hmm. and ultimately. Ultimately, she got that from, you know. Ultimately, Jack instilled that in Randall um, from taking him on, which inspired him to ultimately be a foster father,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which ultimately inspired his daughter to be to be in the in the fostering, um, you know, institutions and stuff like that, to try to find kids a home. And I found that very very interesting. Which points back to that painting, you know, it, and it's just the show connects so well and it's just so intriguing to me this is this is the best network show i'll, I'll oh, yeah. give you that i mean it is the best network show Megan, i don't know what people are doing yeah um this is just such an amazing show
1: all right well l- let's talk about the other twist because i think that ties into the one criticism that i've always heard or that i've most heard uh, from about this show from people who have tried it and are like, I don't know if I really like this, it's not for me. The criticism I always hear is that the show knows how to play with your relation or play with your emotions, so it does because it can. And it's not necessarily what people will say is that it's not necessarily that the show should be playing with your emotions, like that the story necessarily calls for it, but it knows that it can and it knows how to, so it does it. And on a certain level, I get it, and there are moments when I think that the show does it, but I ultimately, like, I don't really care, and I think that the one moment that you can make that claim against the ep- this episode is w- the fact that Jack, we think that Jack dies in the fire, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is terrible, and we're like thinking, oh, this is it, this is how it happens, and then he comes out, And then he dies a little bit later. And that was a moment where it's like they're literally in that moment from a writing standpoint. They're just trying to fool us so that they can get more emotional pull out of us. And But really, at that point, I don't care. Because by the time the show actually starts doing this... By the show, this by the time the show actually starts playing with your emotions and really trying to juice you for, for lack of a better term, for all of the emotional drainage that they can get out of you, they've hooked you with these characters. So I don't really understand how people make why people make that claim after like first watching the show. Maybe if they jumped in like mid season or something, but if you watch it from the beginning, I really disagree with that. But what do you think of the fact that we were kind of faked out again? Because they have done this before where they make us think that it's one thing. Like, we've thought, I think they've tricked us at least two or three times into thinking, oh, this is when Jack dies and then he doesn't. Like, I think it was in the first season, if I'm not mistaken. We yeah, thought he was he driving was, on yeah, the highway. Yeah, we thought wrong. it was going to be that. Um so what what do you think of the whole the faking out thing that they've been doing and when they did it this episode and then the criticism that I've most heard about the show?
0: I don't think it matters, honestly. I mean, I think it's really stupid to to do that. I mean, this show isn't like the other network shows that have something dragging on for like five seasons. I'm like, for instance, The Blacklist. You <laughs> had to wait four seasons, which, you know, we all knew but we had to get four seasons to get a confirmation that Raymond Reddington spoilers is Elizabeth. So yeah, so sorry. <laughs> um, that is Elizabeth's father, but well, we had to wait four seasons four long seasons, mind you. Um, and the fact that, you know, we got the, 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 you know, the, the realization of his death, like the reveal of his death in season two, towards the end of season two, I don't mind it. I mean, I think it's fine the way it is. Um, and it doesn't make, it doesn't for me, it doesn't dock the show any points, at all. I mean, just seeing how some of this stuff plays out and everything, I mean, I, I, absolutely love, I love it, and, um, we love these characters, anyways. I mean, so I don't really see the, I don't really see the negativity in it
1: at all. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do understand how some people could just walk away from the show and be like, eh, I don't know. Uh, and I kind of I, I kind of get it, it's just, but at the same time, you know, it, I, I think it's just like you're gonna, this is a show, show that's just about people, and it's just about life and people living life and humanity and the flaws in humanity and all of this stuff. And does it have like the, a plot that's like twists and turns constantly? No. So if that's what you're looking for, this isn't that show. But... If you want a show that's down-to-earth and realistic and it's just a slice-of-life type show, then this is it. I mean, it, it's a show and it's the best probably we've ever had in terms of just a slice-of-life type thing. So, uh, yeah. Oh, one small detail before – I think we're coming to the end of this conversation. But one small detail that I don't know if they planned this far ahead. But if they did, it just proves again. I know I've said this multiple times in this episode, but it proves again that these writers are geniuses. So you rem- remember back, when, back in season one when Randall's um, biological father was really sick and was dying, and he was demanding that... He was like really insistent that um, his father had a nurse with him and always helping him, right? Yeah. You remember that? And mm-hmm. he said something... He was like, I'm not going to let you die when nobody's looking. Right? He's, Randall said that. And now we know why. And again, I don't know if this is something they planned out or if it's just a coincidence. But Jack died when his, mo- when his mom left the room and there was no other doctors or nurses in there. And there was nobody there. There's nobody in the room. And that is why, if this theory is correct, that is why Randall did not want his dad to be alone when he died, because his, he had already, like, he had already had a dad do that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a very interesting theory.
0: Um, very interesting. Again, I don't know uh, if they
1: thought that far ahead, but it, even I if they didn't, it, that, it's a coincidence. But it's a happy yeah, coincidence. I mean,
0: so, yeah, I mean, I I wasn't thinking about that at all. I totally forgot that that even happened with his father, where he's just where, he, where that's was his line. Um, but very, I mean, damn, I mean, that was a really <laughs> nice, that was really nice, man. Kind <laughs> of, you kind of took me off guard with that one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I think it's a good point, point. and again, that's something. Again, that's just something of, of, of a situation that you're going to learn from, you know. Um, and I just, I feel bad for this family because they suffered such a major tragedy. And you absolutely fall in love with these characters, man. And you really do. Um, and I, I feel like everybody needs to at least watch some of this show just to kind of get a feel on it. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, again, everybody has their own different taste, so. Yeah. Whatever.
1: All right. Well, you want to do recommendations and then get us out of here? Yes, Carlos.
0: What is your recommendation?
1: <laughs> Dang it! I was like, one day I'm gonna throw it to Ozzy and Easy. like, yeah, I've got a recommendation. I'm gonna be like, yes, I can have time to look things. I up. didn't know. I didn't
0: know. I didn't know you didn't have one because I, I didn't
1: know because I didn't know if you. I didn't know you didn't have one. I mean, I, um, I'm just going back. But you and, know, you
0: know, and, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this is gonna be my recommendation. All right, go for it. Okay, because Fifty Shades and not Fifty Shades. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, in honor of Fifty Shades, um, Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, watch it. <laughs> watch Fifty Shades Freed. Freed. Um, Is this an anti-recommendation? An anti- uh, it's an anti-recommendation. I'm down to give an anti-recommendation some days. <laughs> Hell yeah. Why not? Starting a new tradition. Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> Don't watch it. But if you're going to watch Fifty Shades Freed because your girlfriend and you want to know what the hell's going to go on. Watch Fifty Shades Darker, man. I'm telling you, (laughs) it was so not worth it. Because you're, you're not gonna remember the movie. Hell, I don't even remember the movie, and I'm still gonna see Fifty Shades Freed. So what are you gonna
1: do? Oh man. (laughs) Or you could do what I did and go on Screen Junkies, uh, their YouTube channel, and watch their recap of the first two movies. And that that'll help you kind of have some sort of understanding of the nonsense that is this plot. But anyway,
0: yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm gonna talk about it more. I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait for for Saturday to come through because we're gonna we're gonna have a real full in-depth Fifty Shades free. Yeah. Okay? Fifty Shades free. spoiler review
1: maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, For my recommendation, Uh, you know, actually, to be honest, my uh, my recommendations have been a lot easier this year so far because I've been one of my goals for this year was to try to watch a movie every day, like whether it be a movie that I've seen a billion times before that I just pop on while I'm doing something else. Or be it going to see something brand new in the theater or catching up on Oscar movies or whatever. I've tried to watch this thing every uh, every day to watch one movie at least. And I've done a pretty good job. I missed one day. Today will actually be my second day all year that I've missed. So there's that. Uh, and it it has really helped me to <laughs> in recommendations because I've watched so much that I can just go back and look at what i've watched <laughs> and just recommend something I watched recently so i 've got a couple um, i wa- I rewatched Doctor Strange recently and I, w- I will say this a, a lot of the humor doesn 't work in that movie i I really don 't think a lot of the humor works I, some of it does some of it definitely does, but a lot of it doesn't um, but that movie is so even even on just your TV screen, like on Netflix, it is so visually stunning. It really is. Just the what what Scott Derrickson was able to do with the visuals in that movie is just ridiculous and it's so impressive. So I rec- I definitely recommend that. Uh one of the most underrated Disney movies that I've watched recently is Mulan. Um, I know you're like underrated. It's not underrated. Well, nobody talks about it as like one of the the best Disney movies. Dude, I talk about it. as I like know you one do. I mean, it's so. Know, but a, a lot of people love a lot. When you when you freaking talk about like like the top three, top four, top five Disney movies, it won't make a lot of people's list. Surprisingly, but this movie really clearly nice. is. It <laughs> it is. It's it, I rewatched it recently, and it's just like every single freaking song is like you know it and. I mean, it's got some of the best characters in all of Disney's canon, so that that's that. And then another movie I rewatched recently, and it's almost like an annual tradition at this point. I watch this movie at least once a year now at this point. <laughs> it's Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder is so funny, and Robert Downey Jr. is so good in that, and I really, really love Tropic Thunder. It's probably, uh, it's it's really hard because I, Zoolander is like one of my favorite movies, but Tropic Thunder man. I mean Ben Stiller, I really like him as a director sometimes. Sometimes he definitely misses uh Zoolander 2. But when he hits, he really, really hits. So those are some of the movies I've watched recently, and those are definitely some recommendations for me.
0: Damn. I mean those were those were a lot of recommendations I did not see coming
1: at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I watch a lot of movies these days. So yeah. Ben
0: still directed to- Tropic Thunder? I had no idea.
1: I'm pretty sure he did. I could be wrong. Yeah, he did.
0: Yeah, he did. Ten years ago.
1: I freaking love that movie. It's so funny.
0: I did to rewatch it because I think I think I was a I think I was scarred when I watched this movie. Why? I don't know. I was just like, oh, what the am I watching right now? <laughs> so, good. so like I I wanna rewatch watch it again because it was I think I was scarred from it.
1: Um I'm just a dude disguised as a dude. <laughs> oh my gosh it's so funny uh but anyway if it's one thing that it, that it did confirm for me
0: is i i absolutely love jack black <laughs> dude i totally forgot that freaking robert downey jr in black for this movie <laughs> and that totally wasn't
1: forgot. and that wasn't the thing people are offended by <laughs> in no because <a> <laughs> ben stiller did like this uh what was it called uh Man, was it Jack or something like that? I can't remember what it was, but it was like he did this uh, mentally handicapped character that he played in a movie. But the thing is, like, it, the character was, like, the, un- the universe that the movie took place in, everyone hated it because he was offensive. So it wasn't like he was doing it, like to be like not like thinking it wasn't offensive he knew it was offensive and everyone was saying it was offensive in the movie so that's why i didn't understand why people were so up in arms about that one but whatever i just find it hilarious that (laughs) that um robert downey jr does basically in a weird way blackface but it's not in this movie and it wasn't the thing that people thought was offensive (laughs) which is insane uh but anyway i love that movie (laughs) I gotta rewatch it. But all right, um, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? All right, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And of course, make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFiles, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the YouTube channel as well. Yeah, we got a lot going on, so definitely check it out. And a website. Yeah,
0: definitely a website if you guys wanna hear more of Brianna's reviews. She might be on the next episode. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, for those of you guys out there that want Brianna to review Fifty Shades Free, I'm just letting <laughs> you know right now, it's not gonna happen. Okay? She doesn't want to do it. We don't want her to do it. No. It's just no. We're not gonna make her do it. It's not. Don't think about it. Just don't think about it scroll scroll away.
1: Yeah, she, scroll away. She was just like, I'm yeah, play. I'm not going to see 50 shades and I was like, I don't blame you and you're fine. I don't blame her either. I don't blame her either. I wouldn't if I didn't feel guilty about the fact that you saw it by yourself last year and had to review it by yourself last year. So,
0: I did it I did it for the podcast, man. I did. Yeah. It
1: for the pod- and now I'm going to do it as well. I'm going to join you in our in our suffering this year. <laughs>
0: Oh boy, I mean I, I have people excited for this movie and I had a friend, she's just like, you know, I think I said this on the show before, she's just like, I can't watch this movie with you. And I was just I was just so taken aback by it. I was like, really? That that's the movie that you can't see with me. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> it's really weird, but sure. Um that's really it's just really sad. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. That is what some people get hot on, but whatever. All right, guys, you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. I'm probably gonna do a live Twitter feed from Fifty Shades Freed. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> You're <laughs> gonna live sure tweet it? it? Sit in the back might, of the theater and live tweet it? You should ask might You're like, oh god, <laughs> sex scenes about to happen. Let's see how this goes. Oh my god. Awkward. You really should. You really, forgot should. The, you really he should. Forgot the butt plugs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh but, um. Anyways, all right. Continue on. You guys can find me on Castor Ozzy, Ooh. uh, <laughs> Castro Ozzy on Twitter, uh, Ozzy320 on Snapchat, guys. If you guys want to Snapchat me, <laughs> snap me up. Um, got some great stories, got some great great content. If you guys want to know who my sisters, you're gonna see her on there because she's on my Snapchat a lot. Boom. Um, and also check out the website, guys. we does some great stuff on there, does some great reviews, guys. Stop with the Fifty Shades free. Start going down. Um, anyways, uh, check out the YouTube channel. We are having, uh, Walking Dead is coming back. We're gonna do Walking Dead recaps. And I know, I know, so it's the last year. I know we missed a lot of episodes. I don't wanna hear it. I know we failed you guys, but the car troubles are over. It's gonna happen, it's gonna be great. Um, Mm -hmm so yeah be aware of that be aware of everything and yeah guys so we hope you guys enjoy the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on itunes google play or soundcloud please rate and review the podcast on itunes and google play also check us out on youtube guys because this is screen fellas